ilovethetruth.com. This is Roger with The Truth Radio, and we're sending Bibles to the world. Here's Michael with the Bible League. Roger, what if you had to live without a Bible? You know, that's the way it is for literally millions of Bibleist believers all over the world. But I can tell you the reaction that comes when they finally receive their Bible. It's priceless. She literally knelt down and she cried. At the age of 60, she never had a Bible. It is so much fulfilling just to see people rejoicing when they receive their Bibles. That man is Pastor Joe. Joseph, he's in South Africa. What's he say when he gave a Bible to that woman? She didn't merely say thank you. She wept for joy. And Roger, that's what your listeners are doing with every gift today. They're putting tears of joy on the faces of Bibleist believers all over the world. And we want to do that for 1,200 Bibleist believers today. $5 cents a Bible, 100 cents 20. Call 800-YES-WORD, 800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D, or click the Bible League banner at ilovethetruth.com. Sequence time. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running, commit liftoff. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes alongside Doug McCary coming to you live on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. And man, is it gorgeous outside. November 7th. And uh, Doug, good to see you, brother. Enjoyed lunch with you today. Yeah, it was a great event. Congratulations to you guys at the Northeast Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. It was a great event. yeah, I identified with Eric so much. Uh, Eric Dillenbeck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I pulled into the parking <laughs> lot and you saw fire trucks, my dad was a fireman, right? And so um, I, I I saw the fire trucks there. I saw the first responders there, all the police cars, the different agencies. Right. And it was just a great event. And uh, Pastor Joby Martin brought a good message to those guys about needing. You know, a lot of people don't know how much uh, suicide has gone up in the law enforcement community. It has been terrible. And so I so appreciate those things being said that he shared about having people in your life. And, you know, that applies like, you know, you and Brad were, you and uh, Jeff were talking about it. And you and I talk about this a lot. Yeah. About, we call them battle buddies. Exactly. At SWAT, but we all need battle buddies. Yeah. Guys that, and I love that he brought that out about Mark chapter two. We haven't got there yet. We'll get there next year, 2024. <laughs> but, uh, exactly. but, but, uh, that the whole idea that the guy, it wasn't the guy's faith that was let down. It was his friend's faith. Never thought of it that, that God way. God responded to. Yeah. Just so good, wasn't it? Well, I mean, I think this goes to what you and I and a lot of the SWAT community talks about is the importance. Who's who's holding your your corner of the mat? You know, it, it, because we're all going to be on that mat one day. Mm-hmm. You may be on that mat today. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of the uh, the paralytic who's on the mat mm-hmm. and uh and the reality is he had to have four guys who were on the corners of that mat to lift him mm-hmm. and to lower him down yeah and i love the fact that he he right there on the spot said get your phone out mm-hmm. you know make a note who who's who's got the corners of your mat mm-hmm. and uh you know I, I immediately you weren't looking my way but i was looking your way i said well there's one guy and of course jeff was there jeff's texting me as we're uh 
as we're uh, sitting there getting that message. And he's another guy that's on that corner of the mat. Yes. And fortunately, because of what you over the years have taught about the importance of battle buddies, mm-hmm. you know, we're not we're talking about deep friendships. We're talking about things that. We bear burdens we're, together. We're talking about a guy that can call you at 2 a.m. because exactly. you said, I, I'm undone. I don't know what to do, and, and I don't know who else to call. Yeah, yeah. So good. Anyway, yeah. um, thanks for being there. Thanks for being one of the sponsors. And, uh, boy, well, it was, yeah, it was, it's funny you, you mentioned that about Eric Dellenbeck. In fact, I saw him later, and he... He said, "Truly, I don't know if you got a chance to see the parking lot when I pulled in. He, it was I didn't get to see it, so I was kind of hoping maybe we it, got a picture of no, it. Or something. It was really neat to see all those police cars, all different places. So, uh, thank you. Makes you feel you, safe, doesn't Jeff, it? You and Jeff Dalrymple, big thanks to you guys. Thanks to Eleven Twenty Two, yeah, for also hosting that <laughs> and it, and Sunnies and all the sponsors. It was just a great event. Yeah. And listen, if you are out there." And you're listening and you go, you know, I would like to support police officers and law enforcement and first responders. Well, you can first of all do that by praying. I've done this so many times and I know at first you might feel a little uncomfortable, but I'll see officers in uniform out at, um, you know, a a convenience store or or a place. Just say, hey. You know, I so appreciate what you do, and I want to pray for you. Is there anything yeah. I could pray for? Yeah. I told Sheriff Waters that afterwards. I said, you know, Sheriff, every time I try to see police officers, I want to introduce myself, and I want to tell them, is there, is there anything I can pray for? <laughs> Ask them, is there anything I can pray for? I love for? that. Love that. You know? Well, we do. You know, I mean, we, yes, we, we, we can pray for them, but how cool is it when you see those guys oh, yeah. or those women, you know, that you could actually go over? Just put a hand on their shoulder. Tell them how much you appreciate that, you know, and and that's the, you know, that that is the blessing that we have as those who are bringing the the light of the gospel into those areas. They are dealing with the darkest stuff yes. that our community experiences. Well, and they suffer with, believe it or not, uh, I know it's hard for us to imagine. We see them in their police officer role or their law enforcement role or even their um, think about even first responders, uh, uh, the firemen, the EMTs, and all that. They all suffer from what's called Knights of the Round Table Syndrome. And what I mean by that is every time you get a call, it's for something bad. Yeah, You're never called to go mm. usually for something good. You're called because there's a traffic accident that sometimes you see some of the most gosh-awful scenes when you get there. You're called for a domestic uh, uh, disturbance where you go, you literally put your life on the line because those are some of the most dangerous situations to go in, believe it or not, because they escalate so quickly because of emotion. Um, Those are the calls you get. And then at the end of the day, you have to walk through the door of your home with your family, and you have to be the gentle Mm-hmm. shepherd to that family yeah. that a lot of times has been hardened by the things that happened in the day and it's hard to leave that you got to leave it but it's sometimes it's hard to do so mm. we need to be pray for them we need to praying for them okay i loved uh benji's comments uh from joy fm <laughs> he talked about the uh, the story of the four-year-old boy who called nine one one just because he wanted to hug a police officer 
Yeah, oh, that, wasn't that was great? great story? I read that. Well, <laughs> you know, one of the things I saw, and by the way, uh, we we are watch. I I said this was going to happen a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, after the initial uh, reaction to what happened on October seventh, that America will move on in their mind, yeah. and and one of the things with the protests that I am thankful for, it has caused us to not move on, you know, all the different Palestinian protests. Uh, but here's, here's a stat that you probably talked about it a little bit yesterday. There has been a documented, so this is not conjecture, a documented 400% rise in anti-Semitic incidents across mm. the U S since October 7th. Wow. So in one month, it's, Four hundred percent, and and a lot of them are at universities. It's it's amazing. And and so if you're listening out there, one of the things that people are talking about is occupying colonizers. These are occupying colonizers. They should never be there. Well, the, if you if you go back to who originally owned the land where they were or where they are, it was mm. the Canaanites. God promised the one true living God, Yahweh, promised the Canaanites or promised the Jews the land of Canaan. And under Joshua, they went in there. And those people who were originally from that land, they now live in Lebanon. They don't even look like or no, <laughs> there's no Hmm. Uh, genealogical connection to Palestinians, right? right? right. The present-day Palestinians are all Arabs who first conquered the land back in about hmm. AD 600, 640. Right. And so, uh, th- but not it's not the Philistines that the you know from whom that whole region was named. The Arab Muslims took the land from the Jews and Christians who lived there prior to that conquest. So since the time that Joshua brought people in the land, there's always been Jews there. And they repopulated it alongside the Palestinians in the last hundred years. And uh, they they were going to create Palestine back in the, the 1940s, but the Arab leaders rejected it. So Israel has not stolen the land from its rightful Palestinian owners. Mm-hmm. That is a lie. That's the narrative that they're preaching. And and listen, I'm not saying we should be sympathetic. We should be care about the innocent Palestinian people that are killed. We, we should care about that. It's incredibly painful and sad. But what happened on October 7th with her was horrific. Israel has every right to go in there yes. and to eradicate uh, that and Hamas is the evil one. Exactly. Hamas is the one yeah. who are using their own people as human shields. Yeah. And so, um, if anything, it was the Palestinian ancestors who stole it from the Jews back in the 600 AD mm-hmm. timeframe. Mm-hmm. So when you, if you're listening and somebody's saying, well, they stole the land, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know history, but We've seen history rewritten in a lot of ways lately. <laughs> so, well, that's the truth, and um, you know, it, I think one of the things that's been discouraging for me, I'm wondering your take on this, Doug, is yeah. when you when you listen to all the 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 you know the 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 marches that are going on. What what is 
what's the makeup of the people that are doing these marches you know yeah it's young people mm-hmm. and uh tommy nelson kind of brought that out even in his message on israel yeah and the fact of the matter is most of these people don't don't know much they don't know anything about what's happening what you know as we're kind of working on this week they don't the even history. call it right name a lot of them they they, they think <laughs> well it just makes you i, I was thinking of uh palestine uh, yeah, one, one person right. called it palestine, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, palestine. I, it just made me think about you know proverbs seventeen twenty eight. even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise when he closes his lips he is deemed intelligent you know, just some wise wisdom from Proverbs there, To If you don't know what you're talking about, keep your mouth shut. Uh, well, absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that Hamas is doing is we talked about them using human shields. Mm-hmm. But they what they've been doing is also they build their tunnel systems under hospitals, yeah. under mosques, under schools. And they one tunnel they, they recently uh, found... It, they said that the construction uh, supplies that they needed to build that one tunnel would have built 86 homes, seven mosques, six schools, or 19 medical clinics. I mean, just for that one tunnel. And the, Hamas has been known to steal uh, supplies that come in as humanitarian aid. So, uh, you know, p- people are saying Israel has to stop. There has to be a pause um, with there's it needs to be a ceasefire, and all the college students are saying that, right? Mm. But if they do that, you know what's going to happen? Then Hamas is going to go in and they going to fortify some of those underground bunkers. And right now, uh, the enemy is on the run. Hamas is the enemy to yeah. them. So well, and they've already said what they what they want to do. That it all that's been going on. Not once have you heard. You know what? We want peace. They don't want peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to kill, as they say, from the river to the sea. Mm-hmm. Well, from and by the way, from the river to the sea, somebody asked us at SWAT the other day, that's from the Jordan River right. out to the Mediterranean. Yep. That that means they want to wipe everybody. Really, if yeah. they, want, they want Israel to be out of there. So uh, uh, continue to pray for the peace of Israel. And what we're going to do today is we're going to get into... Uh, Again, the 12 reminders this week about Israel, 12 reminders about Israel and why they're important and what God says about the nation of Israel. We said yesterday, Israel gave us the Messiah, Savior of the world, and uh, and we touched on that. We talked about how the term Semite came from. We'll review that when we come back, and then we'll get into today about talking about the confusion of Babel. Babel. Uh, yep. All right. Glad you tuned in today. Call us at 844-777-7928, 844-777-SWAT. You can also email us your questions to ask at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. 
We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network. Listen online at ilovethetruth.com. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and never appeared and the soul felt its worth the thrill of hope the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn for mm. I love that song, man. It, 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 it's never too early for Christmas music. No, no, it's great. You know, I was thinking, Doug, when we were in Israel together, mm-hmm. that was been, has it been 2017, maybe 2018? Yeah, I've it, lost it, track. It's but, been uh, a while. I remember singing Christmas music in the shepherd's field. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, we sat. We were in a cave. Oh, right? holy night! Yeah, we were in a cave. Oh my! Goodness. It was in a in a shepherd's cave. Yeah, because that's more than likely was the manger area. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know why I was just thinking about that song right there, but uh, wow, good deal. Hey, listen, uh, glad you tuned in today. Uh, I'm excited uh, for our listeners to, as we work through, um, kind of little little. It's a little history lesson, I think. Uh, at least that's how I kind of viewed it. But an important lesson uh, as we look at the history of Israel, because quite frankly, as I mentioned earlier, I think many um, many Christians are un, just not familiar with uh, the history of Israel. No, and it's really important for us to uh, consider not what we think, but what God says. Yep. I mean, so often in like, and I love that about John MacArthur. A lot of times he'll say, it doesn't matter what I think. What really matters is what God exactly. says. Exactly. I mean, we, we are putting ourselves under the authority of the word. So when God makes a covenant with Israel, uh, and we'll get into that later, uh, that, you know, in, in Genesis 12, we see that. But the, the Messiah we saw in Genesis 3 Genesis 3.15, God said, I'm going to put enmity between you and the woman, talking about to Satan, between your offspring and her offspring. He, that's a singular male pronoun, will bruise your head. He will mm. crush you, is what he's saying there. You know, we, we we tend to look at it from an English perspective, like bruise, okay, it's not that right. negative. Right. He's saying he's going to bruise your head. Yeah. You're only going to hurt his heel. He's going to crush you and so we talked about that about that's the first mention of the euangelion where king jesus is going to have a victory over satan then we talked about the line and how the line of messiah came from seth through shem 
And it said of Shem in Genesis 9, Blessed be Yahweh, the God of Shem. Blessed be Yahweh, the God of the name. Shem means the name. Mm. And so uh, the Semites, Shemites, Semites, same thing. Uh, that's where that's what that means. Anti-Semite, anti-God of Shem, anti-Yahweh. Wow. And so when you oppose the Semites, the Shemites, you're opposing the people of God. And so what happened after uh, Shem, by the way, and Lori called in yesterday and, and was very good to remind me, we talked about this before and I just forgot when we were talking, that Shem covered the sin of his father. His father's Noah. nakedness. Yep. And um, and so that's who the godly line came through. That's who the messianic line came through. And so what happened after the flood and um, is, is we see in Genesis 11, the people wanted to make a name for themselves. And we talked a little bit about that before we go. Babel means gate of God. The Tower of Babel uh, is is the tower of the gate of God. It's They said, we can be like God. Mm. And Tommy calls it Garden of Eden 2.0. 2. Like, yeah. yeah. He says, uh, and, and what it says there in the text in Genesis 11 is there's nothing they won't be able to do or they can't do. And what that means is there's nothing evil they can't do. That, that was God's concern in the unity of their desire to be like God and make a name for themselves, seek their own glory, it, it, was, it would have led to all kinds of evil, and he had just destroyed the world with the flood. So God says, let's confuse them. So he confused them, and they went out and formed 70 nations because there were 70 descendants of Noah. And uh, in the Torah, when it was translated, in the, you know, if you, the, the Mishnah and the oral tradition of Judaism the Torah was supposedly translated into 70 languages by um, Moses. So what happens to these different groups is they form, they form their own ethnic groups, their own religions. In fact, you know, Brad, prior to Genesis 12, there's no gods other than the one true living God referenced in Scripture. And even in Genesis 12, there's no mention of, of that, but if you go to Joshua, in fact, read Joshua twenty-four two and three real quick. Yeah. Joshua twenty-four two and three. This is referencing back to Genesis twelve, but it's the really the first reference about the or at least a time where gods, polytheism, many gods were referenced. So Joshua two twenty-four two and three. Yeah, two and three, and Joshua said to all the people. Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, long ago, your fathers lived beyond the Euphrates. Terah, the father of Abraham and of Nahar, and they served other gods. All right. They served other gods. They served other gods. And where did God call him out of in Genesis 12? He mm -hmm. called him out of that land. He yeah. called him out of Ur of the Chaldees. You know where that is? It's in Babel, Babylon, hmm. Babylon, <laughs> that's Babylon. Hmm. And so uh, it, it was 400 years later when God called his people out of Egypt that he wrote them 
commands dealing with this, and he put on the stone, he wrote it, Ten Commandments. And, and that is what they were known as people of the commandments, right? The people yeah. of, of the commandments. What was the first commandment? No other gods. Right. Only the one true living right. God. The second one was you don't make an image of what you think God mm-hmm. is and worship that. And boy, have we done that today? Oof. Yeah, we've created our own view of God in a lot yeah. of ways. The third commandment was you will not defame Yahweh's name. So in Genesis 11, what God does, he scatters all these nations as they're seeking other gods and they seek other gods. And he has a solution in Genesis 12, the very next chapter for Babel. He takes Abraham. He says, Abraham, I want you. His name was Abram at the time. I want to call you out from this idol worshiping nation you're a part of, from your family. I want you to leave it all. And I want you to come to the land that I'm going to give you. And this land was called Canaan. And God said, Abraham, you're going to be the father of, of the Jews, and I'm going to give you this land in Canaan. In fact, what's so interesting, Brad, in Ezekiel 5, 5, that land over in Israel, Israel Mm -hmm. and Jerusalem is called the center of the earth, the navel of the earth. If you took all the continents and kind of pushed them together and made, you know, pushed everything back prior to, you see how they fit together? Right. Israel's going to be right in the middle of it. And so when I look at all these maps on, on TV, on the news, and they're showing Iraq, Iran, you know, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, all these places, you see all these heavily populated Muslim areas, and they show all the areas in green are Muslim. Mm-hmm. And then you have Israel as a little speck right in the middle. They can't take it because God says no. God, this is this is place where my name's going to dwell. He put he caused his presence and his name to dwell there, and Israel became the standard bearer for worshiping Yahweh, the one true living God, in a monotheistic way. Only one God. He was an infinite personal God, and and they became the standard bearer for morals and values, not to be like the nations around mm-hmm. them. That's why they had all those rules and regulations yeah. and the laws. They were going to be different. If you looked at all the other cultures, they worshiped tons of gods. They had idols for rain, idols for, you know, fertility, all these others. And Israel was supposed to be the standard bearer. They were also supposed to be the standard bearer for Messiah, the one who would deliver all man. Yeah. Because Messiah was mentioned back in Genesis 3, the very first mm. book. And, and so Israel was supposed to be the messengers of Messiah the one who would announce Messiah, but they were also standard bearers for truth, truth about God, truth truth about morality and sexuality, about gender. (laughs) Mm. Um, And so they were supposed to be the standard bearers for all that. And a lot of times we forget that any Jew who walks the face of the earth today, any Jew is a product of a miracle child. They shouldn't be Mm. here. They should count their blessings and be grateful every day because God gave Abraham and Sarah a child when they shouldn't have had a child. 
Sarah was 90, Abraham was 100. And God raised up this miracle child that he gave Isaac, who he then gave Jacob to worship the one true living God. All other nations around them, they worshiped idols. Um, by the way, is our world confused, Brian? <laughs> yeah, we've got a few idols. <clears throat> is our world confused about what a man is? Yes. Uh, about what a woman is, <clears throat> mm-hmm. about whether men can get pregnant. <laughs> I mean, like, it's absolutely crazy, but the solution for it all comes from Israel. It's the Messiah. Mm. He comes through the people of Israel, and you can never go back and rewrite that because right. that's the way God ordained it. So Israel gave us the Messiah, Savior of the world, and Israel is the answer to God's uh, the confusion that has come about because God separated. Well, third, Israel is a nation in covenant with Yahweh. He called Abraham out, but what did he tell him? Genesis 12, 1 through 3. He said, I'm going to give you a land. I'm going to give you a nation to fill it. And then you're going to bless all the other families in the world. And the, the Abrahamic covenant that God made is a unilateral covenant. That means it's a one-way covenant. Exactly. And that's how God is going to save us. And so when we come back, Brad, I want to talk a little bit about that. And I may even get you to go back to where God was the smoking pot because he put Abraham to sleep there. Some people mm-hmm. may be listening and go, what do you mean yeah. uh, about this covenant? We can talk yeah, about this that. unilateral mm-hmm. covenant. Very important. Uh, if you want to join us this afternoon, call us at 844-777-7928, 844-777-SWAT. Email us your questions and comments to ask at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. SRN News, I'm John Scott. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says Israel will take overall security responsibility in Gaza indefinitely after the war with Hamas. It was the clearest indication yet that Israel plans to maintain control over Gaza one month into that conflict. A Jewish man in California has died after getting into a confrontation during dueling protest over the Israel-Hamas war. The Ventura County Sheriff's Department says 69-year-old Paul Kessler died at the hospital Monday, a day after he was struck during clashing pro-Israel and pro-Palestinian demonstrations in the L.A. suburb of Thousand Oaks. Autopsy results show Kessler died from a blunt force head injury. Authorities are labeling it homicide, and investigators say they have not ruled out the possibility of a hate crime. They say witnesses said Kessler was involved in a physical altercation with one or more counter-protesters, fell backward, and hit his head on the ground. I'm Julie Walker. Also at SRNews.com, NATO announcing the formal suspension of a key Cold War-era security treater in response to Russia's pullout from the deal. 
The Alliance says its members who agreed the treaty are now freezing their participation in the pact. Most of NATO's 31 allies have signed the Treaty of Conventional Armed Forces in Europe, which was aimed at preventing Cold War rivals from massing forces at or near mutual borders. It was signed in November 1990, but not fully ratified until two years later. Russia's foreign ministry announced earlier on Tuesday that Moscow had finalised its withdrawal. I'm Charles Dilatesma. The Dow is ahead 68 points and the Nasdaq adding 142. This is SRN News. This is Roger with the Truth Radio and we're sending Bibles to the world. Here's Michael with the Bible League. Roger, what if you had to live without a Bible? You know, that's the way it is for literally millions of Bibleist believers all over the world. But I can tell you the reaction that comes when they finally receive their Bible. It's priceless. She literally knelt down and she cried. At the age of 60, she never had a Bible. It is so much fulfilling just to see people rejoicing when they receive their Bibles. That man is Pastor Joe. Joseph, he's in South Africa. What's he say when he gave a Bible to that woman? She didn't merely say thank you. She wept for joy. And Roger, that's what your listeners are doing with every gift today. They're putting tears of joy on the faces of Bibleist believers all over the world. And we want to do that for 1,200 Bibleist believers today. $5 sends a Bible, 100 cents 20. Call 800-YES-WORD, 800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D, or click the Bible League banner at ilovethetruth.com. There's some delays because of a crash on the East Beltway on 295 southbound at the ramp to Beach Boulevard. Also, there's a broken down truck on I-95 southbound at Old St. Augustine Road. And there's a disabled vehicle in Nassau County on I-95 southbound a couple miles past State Road 200. Clear tonight, low 52. Wednesday, sunny, high up to 83. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. Welcome back to SWAT Radio, Brad. And Doug I love here. that song. You Brad. know that may be my favorite. I, that one. is that is one of my favorite songs. I just I, some of the lines in there about you know what he would do. Right. Don't you wish you could have been there to see some of those things? Just I, to, I used uh, to I used to uh, read the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to find it, but it's very similar to that song, just the lyrics of the song to to my kids, that how amazing it would have been for Mary to hold the hand of the Savior of the world, Mm. that those hands that she's grabbing would literally shaped the mountains, Mm -hmm. you know. It's just like your mind, it's mind-blowing. I know, know? it it is mind-blowing. Well, and... You know, the God of the universe would come down mm. in the form of a human 
And and that is the fulfillment of this unilateral covenant yep. that he made with Abraham to give him a land, a nation, and to bless all the families of the earth. And, you know, the 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 thing is we forget about it so many times that God made this covenant with Abraham, put him to sleep first yeah. because the way they did covenants back then is they cut up an animal, they made a blood trough, and you walked through that blood trough with the person you made the covenant with Except take your shoes off. Yeah. Yeah. Take your sandals off. Walk through. And that that symbolized if you break the covenant, you're going to die. Yeah. It's a covenant to death. And God put Abraham to sleep and went through in the form of a smoking pot that like to go through it saying, no, if you break the covenant, then I'll die. Right. If I break it, I'll die. If you break it, I'll die. And we broke it. We Mm. did break the covenant, and he did die. And that's why we should not be arrogant toward Israel. Mm. God made that covenant with it. If God had not made that covenant with Israel, then we wouldn't have a Messiah. Mm Mm-hmm. And so Paul addresses this in Romans eleven seventeen when he says, we're a wild olive shoot. We're like a bad branch that's grafted into this tree, this olive tree. And the olive tree is Israel. It's, it's a cultivated olive tree. It's not a bad one. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. And we are, the Gentiles, br- kind of brought in. And when you stop and think about all the things that have contributed to our worldview, our view of man, our view of God, our view of nature, our view of redemption, our view of uh, family, all that we got from Israel. I mean, we have it because of that. Mm. So everything we have as Christians comes through the heritage Mm. of Israel. And, And because of God's covenant with them, we are saved today because of Jesus. And so how can we be arrogant? And that's what Paul says. How can we be arrogant? Well, Israel not only gave us the Messiah of the world, confused or, or answered the confusion of Babel and um, was a nation in covenant with Yahweh, it gave us the father of our faith in Abraham. And three religions today hold that Abraham was the father of their faith, Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. And when you think about all three of them, we don't all worship the same God. Right. But yet we all hold to Abraham being a man who is a part of our faith, and he is the father of the Christian faith. God says in Genesis, well, here's the problem. <laughs> here's, 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 here's where things went awry, because when Abraham was trying to have the promised child, Isaac, his wife goes, you know what? I'm old. Why, why don't you take my young maidservant? Mm-hmm. From Egypt, by the way, Egypt always symbolic of sin anyway. Yeah. Whenever you do things in your own way apart from God, after he's told you he's going to do something, that's a bad thing. You it's don't want to go that. well for you. And so Abraham sleeps with Hagar. They have Ishmael. And Ishmael, the, it, the Muslims believe that Abraham took Ishmael to sacrifice, not Isaac. Hmm. They think our, our scriptures are corrupted, even though it came hundreds of years after all these other things, right? Um, 
God says in Genesis 16 about Ishmael, he will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone and everyone's hand against him. He shall dwell over against all his kinsmen. And in Genesis 25, it says Ishmael had 12 princes and they settled east of their brothers away from them. God gave Canaan to his miracle children and he made sure that the child that was born out of human means was um, pushed away in the sense of separated and would not be confused with his people. He wanted that to be clear. Um, And so Abraham, according to Genesis 12, is the father of our faith because he was a man who followed God's call on his life. He was a man who God said, I want you to sacrifice your son, and he did. So he's not only the father of our faith, he's a father of our works. He he demonstrated his faith by his works. And even though he never saw these promises God made fulfilled, he went to his death trusting God. And he said that, I want to be buried in Canaan. Why? Because that's where God called him to. So he is the father of our faith. That came out of Israel. Yeah. He, he, a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Abraham, Abraham was from, I mean, he was the father of our faith that came through God's people. Well, also we see Israel is the standard of divine might. If you're keeping count as number five, Israel is the standard of divine might. They serve the living God, Yahweh. And when you look at the Bible, it is a historic account of God and how he protects his people, how he provides his people, how he preserves them and uses supernatural means to do it. And the, unlike the Quran, you know, the Quran is a book of uh, chanting and reciting, memorizing. And you and I memorize scripture. We like it. But it's not just about that. It right. is a story <clears throat> of the unfolding <clears throat> of God's revelation of himself to his people. It's of the one true living God, Yahweh. And so when you read in there about a guy like a Pharaoh who stands up to Moses and says, who is Yahweh that I should obey him? I mean, that's, mm. uh, it didn't go well for him, no. right? Israel, no. uh, Egypt was ruined. And the, the, the best part is when Israel prevailed against Egypt, it wasn't because of their works. There was no weapons. Yeah, no arrows shot. No swords, no spears. God delivered them. He went, and and when uh, Pharaoh let him go, changed his mind, he pursued him. The Red Sea opened up. God protected some people go, yeah, well, you know what? It really wasn't that deep there. Well, that's an even greater miracle that that less of, if it, if it wasn't deep, how it drowned all the soldiers of Israel. <laughs> exactly. yeah, I mean, of Egypt. I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, so... Israel was delivered. God provided for him in the wilderness. They said, man, we're thirsty. Oh, go drink out of a rock. I don't know any human that can make a rock bleed hmm. water. He says, uh, we're hungry. He made them food on the ground in the form of manna. And so uh, the whole Bible is stories of God's divine might for his yeah. people. When you think of Daniel, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, you think of um 
You think of Nehemiah. You think of Ezra. You think of uh, Haggai. You think of all these people, not Haggai, uh, Zerubbabel. You think of Zerubbabel, of David, King David. Uh, In the Old Testament, you think of Paul Mm -hmm. in the New Testament, Peter in the New Testament, the apostles. All these people, we see the people who trusted in the one true living God and him coming through. So Israel was the standard of divine might. Um, and then, well, I like how you, you brought out the fact that, uh, that the Bible, while it's, it's a historic record, but it's, it's, you see how God's people and how he protects them, how he, how he preserves them, how he provides for them. And still, even to this day, we're still seeing that. Yes, and he and he preserved that story in the form of the book. And Israel, it's number six, they are people of the book, mm-hmm. people of God's word. You know, in the Bible, it, God claims over almost 6,000 times that the Bible is the word of the living God. It's a collection of 66 different books written all by Jews. Yeah. 64 except, of except, except yeah. for yeah the, the Luke uh, and Acts and so over 1500 years it took all these uh, 40 uh, 40 different authors and it was about one thing a progressive revelation about the one true living God and his Messiah that's yeah. what it was all yeah. about yeah hmm. good stuff glad you tuned in today if you're uh, enjoying this give us a shout 844 844- Seven 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 nine two eight eight four four seven 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 SWAT. You can also email us again, ask at SWATradio.com if you have a question or comment. Love to hear from you guys. Stay tuned. We'll be right back for the last segment of the day. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is one 877 7928 That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida. They are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards. 904-580-7255. That's 904-480-7255. And online at guardiangroupjacks.com. That's guardiangroupjacks.com. The Guardian Group. Happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth. Joshua 1.9 states, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Highway to Eternity Ministries is dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope. The ministry seeks to serve those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. 
They use published works to teach God's word and share the encouraging testimonies of lives that have been transformed through God's power and grace. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175 or visit www.highwaytoeternity.com. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a proud sponsor of SWAT Radio. The Florida Georgia Truth Network in Brunswick at 91.3. Angels we have heard on high, sweetly singing o'er the plains and the mountains in reply, echoing their joyous Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. Is that, uh, who, who's that singing? Oh, that's Pentatonix. Pentatonix, yeah. yeah well, Angels, we have so heard good. on high. I love, that. <laughs> love that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, um, you know, Brad, we were talking right before we went to the break about Israel being people of the book, God's word. You know, most Jewish children growing up had memorized most of the Torah, the first five books right. of the Bible. That means they memorized Leviticus, mm. Deuteronomy. I mean, like... That's some meaty text. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing. You know, Leviticus, most of us read it and we go, oh my gosh, how many rules right. do they have and all this stuff? Well, it was really important if you were a Levite to understand the rules because you could die if you didn't follow them, Right. And, and that takes us to our seventh reminder that Israel has the only divinely ordained religious system that was prescribed how we interact with God. When you stop and think about mm. it over the years, it was the only system of sacrifices, ceremony, priesthood that was authorized by Yahweh, the one true living God. There was no other. All the other gods were idols, and there were very specific instructions about temple worship, about sacrifices, about the priest, what they could do and what they couldn't do. And God prescribed the sacrifices so that he would see our sin through the blood of a sacrifice. In other words, it would be covered, a, a perfect lamb. And John the Baptist, when Jesus was on the scene after he got baptized, says what? Behold the Lamb. Now, in Hebrews, we know as believers and followers of Jesus that all those things were a copy, a shadow, and a pattern. When Jesus came, they were no longer needed. And um, it, it's it's like I think Paul talks about it in Galatians that no longer need to be under a schoolmaster. It's like a child 
right, who is under rules, who then moves to becoming a son underneath the king with freedom of a son who right. lives under a king. And so, but it was the only divinely ordained religious system uh, that was around. I mean, the, the, everything else yeah. was idol worship. When you brought that out last week, I just put it on my notes. I've never heard that before. I mean, it's obviously true because we don't see it. We see no other religious systems in the text. Oh, no. Buddhism, this is it. B- Buddhism yeah. Hinduism, um, the Shaoism, Shao, uh, um, you know, the the Japanese, I can't remember, Shintoism. Hindu or, yeah, yeah, Shinto, yeah. I think it's Shintoism, uh, Taoism, or whatever. All the isms, mm-hmm. none of them were ordained by Yahweh, the one true living God. And so Israel had the only one. That's another reminder of what God says about his people, Israel. You know, Israel gave us the Messiah. Israel um, gave us God's answer to the confusion of Babel. They were a nation in covenant with God. They gave us the father of our faith, Abraham. They're the standard of divine might. They're the people of the book. I mean, think about it. We would not have our Bible if Israel had been wiped off the face of the earth by Egypt. Right, we we probably wouldn't have had it, but they God used them. Israel had the only divinely ordained religious system to help us understand the whole sacrificial system. With yeah, who Christ. who God is, yeah. and how we interact with Him. Yes, and uh, Israel gave us the Christian Church. You go what? Say what? That doesn't sound right. They mm-hmm. gave us they, they they gave us the Christian Church. Yeah, Israel had the king and his kingdom that was offered to them and they rejected they rejected both the kingdom and the king and because they rejected they they listen john the baptist tried to tell them about it um, yep. uh, jesus proclaimed it the apostles proclaimed it paul proclaimed it they rejected it and because they rejected it god says okay i'm gonna do something i'm gonna do something in fact he talks about doing something back in Deuteronomy 32, 21. He says, they have made me jealous with what is no God. They have provoked me to anger with their idols. So I will make them jealous with a people who are no people. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation. Are we a foolish nation, Brad? Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Gentiles are foolish. Why? Because they worship idols. They're idol worshipers. And God says, listen, if you don't, if you don't worship me, you don't want me, I'm going to replace you for a time and I'm going to give my knowledge to a bunch of Gentiles. And so we didn't really replace Israel forever, but we enjoy their blessings today. And basically God's called us to himself to make his people jealous as they look at us. And one day Jesus is going to return to the nation of Israel. But until that time, he is using us as a royal priesthood to proclaim and herald mm-hmm. that Jesus is Messiah. He's the one true Messiah of Israel. And um, the one true God is here, and his name is Jesus. So Israel was supposed to live under Messiah as a nation. And so a Jew that follows Jesus is a completed Jew. You and I can never be completed. Right. We're converted. And Paul says in Romans 15, if the Gentiles shared in spiritual things, then we are indebted to minister to them in material things. 
And if you look at our life, Brad, and our, our, our spiritual heritage, have we shared in Israel spiritual things? We have. Uh, our Bible is Jewish. Mm-hmm. Our Messiah is Jewish. Our Savior and, and is Jewish. Our heaven is called the New Jerusalem. So we are indebted, indebted, not indebted, <laughs> indebted. Paul said the gospel is the righteousness of God revealed to the Jew first and then to the Greek. And what he was saying is Christianity is not some rogue offshoot like so many people say today. It's not an offshoot. It is true Judaism. Mm -hmm. In fact, King David, Elijah, Moses, Abraham, if they would have existed after the cross, they would all be Christians. So Jews are completed and Gentiles are converted. But we have the Christian church today because of Israel, their rejection. And so uh, we are to be thankful, Paul says. And um, there's there's three more we'll get into tomorrow. I'll get into with Craig. Craig Henderson's going to be here tomorrow with me uh, because you're traveling to go see the Horn and Frog. That's right. A beat down for sure. Texas and TCU. I don't know. That's going to be pretty painful probably. Yeah, it'll make for a relaxing afternoon for sure. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Craig's always great to – Tune in, listen to you guys chat it up. So. But 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 Rad, have you have you encountered people that that are kind of prideful when it comes to Israel? I oh mean, yeah, kind of arrogant yeah. and looking down on them. Well, that's what I thought of when I see this, uh, this especially this last part you talked about. Is that uh, I mean we are indebted to to the Israelites, yeah. uh, to 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 the nation of Israel, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, the fact that our Bible's Jewish. Our Savior's Jewish. Uh, our, our, I love that. Our, our heaven is a new Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just that uh, we tend to, yeah, we tend to be kind of arrogant. Yeah. And, uh, but we're, we're just an offshoot of Judaism. Yeah, we, we're not. Oh, um, we're not uh, a, a rogue. A rogue. Offshoot. But yeah. we are that. I loved how, well, you were talking about the, the olive uh, the wild olive shoot, you know, that yeah. we're, we're grafted in to God's promise. Yes. And that's amazing, you know? Yes. Well, um, you know, a, a lot of people want to know about the name Palestine. You know, in fact, one of our listeners just wrote in and uh, he, he, he wrote, he said, I remember hearing years ago that sometime after the Jews regained their land, it started being called Palestine. Someone in power dubbed it, and uh, Palestine to find fault with the Jews because it was similar to the Philistines of old. Actually, the name goes back uh, a lot um, longer than that. Uh, It goes back. um, The word Palestine or, or Philistine, they, they do not appear in the Koran anywhere. Uh, and hmm. believe it or not, it's not mentioned in the Old Testament or New Testament. But it, um, if, if, if you look in the King James Bible, you'll see it in Hebrews. But, um, it, it, you know, people have debated for years, people a lot smarter than us, uh, about uh, that it came from an Egyptian Hebrew word called Peleshet, uh, which appears in the Tanakh, which is the, you know, um, Jewish writings, uh, kind of the old, but roughly translated, 
Uh, it means rolling or migratory, and it was used to describe the inhabitants of the land northeast of Egypt, which was mm-hmm. the Philistines, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they were an Aegean people there, and it goes back way, way before. We're talking, you know, 12th century BC. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a thousand years before. So Amazing. it wasn't in the modern time yeah. period. Hey, yeah. I want to say a big shout out to Abby. Abby. My daughter, Abby, is 18 years old today. Unbelievable. Abigail, happy, happy birthday. birthday, Abby. Hey, and for those SWAT guys, if you uh, are not, if you haven't come to a Bible study, we get started tomorrow. Yes. Out Six, at the beach. 6.30 a.m. at Woody's. We'll be here at noon. Chick-fil-A at the Salem Center. And Lori does women. If you're a woman, come to the Salem Center. 7235 Bentley Road. Brad, have a great time in Texas. Thanks, brother. Right. Good to be with you. Nice. God bless. Bye.